the volume. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Three and Out podcast is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to bet every moment more than with FanDuel. With football ending, we have the NBA rolling, March Madness right around the corner, and my personal favorite, betting on the PGA Tour. I cannot recommend it enough. You get winnings fast, and winnings are also delivered in under two hours. It's a fun to combine multiple bets from the same game parlay. No big deal. NBA, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. That would be what I would do. If you are new, just download the FanDuel app. To get started now, sign up with promo code Colin so they know we sent you. Okay, a little weekend edition. Middle Cop Mailbag, 3 and Out Podcast. Welcome. Subscribe. You guys know the drill. Slide up into those DMs. At John Middlecoff is my Instagram. DMs are wide open. You can fire right in and get your question answered here on the show. Used to do this at the back of Friday's podcast, and we've just moved to the weekend. Some of you guys out and about, going on a walk, driving around, getting out of the house, getting a little workout. Just try to provide a little weekend content, so uh, mix it up a little bit again. It's just my name, at John Middlecoff, Instagram wide open. Before I dive in, I saw that Bobby Wagner uh, tweeted basically, you know, spent 10 years with Seattle, haven't heard a word from them. And, you know, it kind of hit me. (laughs) Uh, Listen, Pete plays up this loosey-goosey, I'm everyone's friend, I'm I'm lovable, I'm the 70-year-old, everyone wants to kind of kick it with. Like, no, Pete, you're cutthroat. You're not that much different, Belichick. You just smile a lot. And you have a great head of full hair, you know. But you smile a lot, you will cut anyone at any moment. Just like everyone in the league. But he plays up this role like he is, you know, everyone's friend. No, you're a CEO. You're making $15, $16 million. You've been running a football operation. You've cut all your players over the years, which happens in the NFL. But he tries to portray himself as this super nice guy which I'm not saying he's not a nice guy, but he tries to have his cake and eat it too. And like, listen, a guy like Bobby Wagner deserves like a phone call, you know? Like, listen, Coach Reed's cut a lot of people. You could act professional and give the guy a call. Like, hey man, you've been one of the best players in the history of the franchise. You think Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan would have called the guy? You know, you think the young coaches around the league? Probably. A guy 10 years that did that for you? And listen, I, I, I tend to lean pro management. But this one, a guy like Bobby Wagner, I got no problem cutting Bobby Wagner. Ronnie Locke got cut. You know, Deion Sanders got cut. Great players get cut, and he's not them. But, like, there's a professional way to handle it, and I think Pete, it's honestly my theory why Pete and uh, Russell started uh, butting heads. Phonies can always spot another phony. And let's face it, they, they, those guys are kind of like, mm, they love having their cake and eat it too. Russell loves being this super great PR guy. No, Russell, you asked for a trade. <laughs> 
Pete, you love being Mr. Lucy Goosey. No, you, Pete, you'll cut anyone who can't help you. You'll fire any coach that you don't think's any good. Like, let's just, and they, they started, they didn't really see eye to eye, right? Bobby, I think, is just a real dude. You know, think about the guys that have had issues with him. Pretty real. Richard Sherman, some issues. Earl Thomas, a little bit of a nut. Uh, Cam, some issues. Feel like a real dude. You know, real people. And, and listen, I, I hate frauds. I hate phonies. Because it's just like, bro, just be normal. But these guys, I, I think once they start having success being a phony, uh, it's just kind of who they are. And again, I, I'm not acting like Pete is a, a fraud, but he, he just likes to kind of sit on the fence this way. And if it's true that he hasn't called Bobby Wagner, to me, that's, that's pretty low level. I mean, it just is. That, that's really low level. You, you, don't have to, you don't have to call some practice squad player. You don't have to call some guy that's only been there for a couple years. Like, this is big leagues. It's what the money's for. You know, that Bobby Wagner probably deserves a phone call. Like, it, it sucks. It's not easy. I know I hate breaking up with people. I'm not great at goodbyes. But th- there's a level of being a mature human being, especially professionally at the highest level, where it's on you, buddy. Give him a phone call. Mailbag question. Would you rather have Rodgers for the next two or three years or Wilson for the next five or seven? Well, I think you'd always rather have a guy longer, right? If I knew I'd get seven years or three years, that's four years difference, right? If Rodgers retires in three years, we know the, the Packers more than likely would be screwed. They, they, they can't replace him, right? More than likely, unless Seattle pulls off some trade for Deshaun Watson, they cannot replace Russell Wilson. But Aaron Rodgers is dramatically better than Russell Wilson. If we're putting tiers of quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers is in a different tier. And guess what? Right now, he's currently number one in the top tier. That's above Josh Allen. That's above Patrick Mahomes. That was above the the GOAT, Tom Brady, last year. He's the best quarterback in the league. So I, 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 you could convince me you would just take the best player in the league for a short period of time. Good question. From Taylor. Hey, John. Big fan. What do you think the odds are that Matt Rule gets fired this year? I think it's largely depends on how the first half of the season goes and the quarterback plays improve or not. Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't, as of recording this, I mean, Sam Darnold's their quarterback. If Sam Darnold's their quarterback, they're not going to make the playoffs. I was wrong. I, I got egg on my face. I, I thought Sam Darnold was going to be a really good player, and he just simply has not been. He's actually been terrible. <laughs> I mean, he really has. I made a lot of excuses for him in New York. You know, it's Adam Gase. It's, it's New York. It's their team sucks. Then he gets to Carolina, and he just... He left a lot to be desired. And ultimately, Matt Rule, he's in a good spot. Because if David Tepper fires him, he made $70 million going there, or $65 million, whatever he got. And he will go to college and immediately get $80, $90 million. But in terms of the NFL, like he'll never get another NFL job again. That will be it. And I I think he's got to figure out a way. He hired Ben McAdoo, who the internet thinks sucks. But when I watched Ben McAdoo with the Giants... And he first got there as the offensive coordinator with Tom Coughlin. Like, remember Odell Beckham? That was on Ben McAdoo's watch. Remember Eli's big season with Odell Beckham? That was Ben McAdoo as the offensive coordinator. So if anyone can, I would say, resurrect, it's hard to, like, Ben McAdoo resurrected Eli. To me, you would just, there's no resurrecting Sam Darnold. He's never been good. But if you can just make him a functional starter, I think Ben McAdoo might be able to save Matt Rule's NFL career. Because I'm with you. If they start like two and five, Dave Tepper has so much money, he'll just fire everybody. Longtime Chiefs fan, can you talk about what we need to do in order to navigate Mahomes' cap hit later in his contract? Might be a hot take, but what with the Russ trade to Denver is potentially the strongest division in NFL history? Yeah, I would say that 
it's right up there. You have Mahomes, first ballot Hall of Famer. Russell Wilson, first ballot Hall of Famer. Justin Herbert, the only thing holding him is back is Dean Spanos and the coaching staff because they got talent, and Justin Herbert's a top-five quarterback right now. It's can his coach figure it out. That's We'll see. You know, they add Khalil Mack. The excuses are going out the window here, Brandon Staley. You know, you, you can play the majority of the Big J journals, but you can't play me. <laughs> I can sniff a guy like you a mile away. And you talk a great game when the camera's on, and then I watch your team get run through like you're a JV football squad. And Khalil Mack is an elite run defender. Uh, so I, I think the Chargers are, uh, uh, you know, a really good team because of their quarterback, but they weren't a really good team last year. Their defense was atrocious. So if their defense just improves, they should win double-digit games. You would say Denver should too, and obviously Adam Russell, can he bounce back from kind of a weird season and the mallet finger? But th- that team hasn't won. That team hasn't won since Peyton Manning. I, Nathaniel Hackett, bald brother, rooting for him, UC Davis guy. He's never been a head coach. I, I think there are some question marks on Denver. Obviously, you have a lot of talent. Uh, that, that, that can't be argued on paper. But the NFL is not like baseball or basketball. If I, if I give you a bunch of talent on paper, like you're going to be competitive. In football, sometimes like you can still win six games, right? If your coaching's terrible. It's a coaching league and a talent league, but they got the talent. Now, can they scheme them? Time will tell. Uh, I'm a UC Davis student from San Jose. What's up, bro? This is Kenneth. And I think I have heard you're from Davis area in one of the streams. I just found it pretty cool because Davis isn't big cities. Or mostly that flashy. Just a blue-collar guy from Davis. Dad was a farmer. Born and raised. Spent 18 years there. I'm curious whether you're a Kings or Warriors fan. Though I'm a Kings fan. All my diehard friends are Warriors fans. Uh, I grew up a Kings fan. You know, Mitch Richmond when I was a kid. And then they traded for Chris Weber and Mike Bibby and Vladi Divac and Peja Swayakovich. And they had Rick Adelman. Jeff Petrie was the GM. That team was badass. Uh... But ever since those guys left, the Kings have been one of the biggest jokes in sports. And my, my time's too valuable. Like, I, I don't watch shitty pro sports. I, I won't consume you if, if, I don't, if I can't make money off you. And I don't make any money off the NBA. So I ditched the Kings a long time ago. And I gravitated toward the Warriors because I like Steph, Clay, and Draymond. And I'm just, I, I, I would consider myself a Warriors fan right now. But if the Warriors had James Harden and Anthony Davis, I would not be a Warriors fan. I've always been this, like most people with the NBA. I, I float with who I like. I like Michael Jordan in the 90s. And I like the Kings because they got good players. Hey, I do hate the Lakers. But uh, I would say I'm a Warriors fan, but that's contingent. Like if Steph Curry leaves and they get shitty players or players that I don't like, I will not root for them anymore. You know, I don't, I'm not loyal. This ain't like the San Francisco Giants. I, whether they got good players or bad players, they're my baseball team. You know, the 49ers have been my football squad. And really, like, I, people don't believe me. Like, I, I'm not the same football fan that I was as a little kid. I'm just not. I'm I'm kind of numb to it. I The Giants, I still have fandom. Tiger Woods, I still have fandom. But when it comes to basketball, like, you know, I don't really care. God, James Harden, I'm recording this after. What a, one of the all-time frauds. I mean, Daryl Morey somehow followed me on Twitter. I've talked a lot of shit about him over the years. Because I, I do think some of his, you know, statistical, he's really, really bright. But one time after they lost to the Warriors, after they missed 27 straight threes, they're like, statistically, we should have won the game. No, you lost the game. Like, it's it's pro sports more than any other industry is black and white. You win or you lose. I say this all the time about Brandon Staley. You don't get to push your process. 
The reason Nick Saban has the process is because of the results. If Nick Saban was winning seven, eight games a year, no one would give a shit about his process. You are judged whether you win or you lose. And in football, because every game matters, you're judged on every game. In basketball, no one cares how many points you score in a January game against Orlando, the Sacramento Kings, or the Thunder. And James Harden has made a a living out of scoring 50 points in meaningless games. Because in the NBA, games do not matter in the regular season. They are irrelevant. The, the, the teams have admitted that. They don't play players in a, you know, they rest them all the time. The players have admitted that. Do you, if you just watch an NBA game, the effort is very hit or miss and mostly miss. You get judged on the playoffs. That's when you get judged. And there is not a worse playoff player who is a high-end player than James Harden. He, he is just leaves a lot to be desired. He can party his ass off at strip clubs and, and drink till the cows come home. But when a game matters, like Kevin Durant will run circles around that guy. The, the Sixers are in major, major trouble. And Daryl Morey has some Excel spreadsheet that just feels that he can't miss with James Harden. Well, it's like, I'm betting against you, bro. I, I, I have no faith. But yeah, the, the Kings are a joke. In all the Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers talk, I don't get why people kept talking about how tough the AFC West is. The two teams in the Super Bowl came from probably the two toughest divisions this year. And two of the biggest playoff flops, Cowboys and Packers, had no real competition in their division. I think Russ realized that winning a championship requires facing adversity during the regular season. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that. I think it was pretty simple. The, the, the Seattle Seahawks were not going to trade him the NFC. So a team like the Eagles, off limits. The Commandos, off limits. If you wanted to go to the New York Giants, off limits. I think the Broncos were arguably maybe the Steelers, but I bet if I was Seattle, I was like, and I don't, who knows if Russ and Ciara would want to go live in Pittsburgh. I don't think it had anything to do with that. I think he'd had enough of Pete. I think Pete had enough of him. They got a divorce, and they were going to trade him to only a couple spots, and he was only willing to, he had a no trade, so he had to sign off on it. I'm start. I, uh, I'm writing you from Portugal. Isn't that the home of, uh, isn't that where uh, Ronaldo's from? I started loving football watching Super Bowl XLIX. Not sure what Super Bowl that is because I can't read Roman numerals. And became 10, is that 45? Became a Pats fan. So maybe that was like, that was probably, my guess would be Pats uh, Atlanta. Or maybe Pats Seattle. I would like to know what you think about the Pats don't have on offense and defensive coordinators. And do you think who will call offensive plays? I would imagine that Belichick is their offensive coordinator. And I can't wait. And I think their defensive coordinator will be basically the combination of Belichick's kid, Steve, and Gerard Mayo, which I think was the case last year. But the the main difference this year is Josh is gone. And then Michael Lombardi's son, Mick, also left. He was the wide receiver coach. Maybe he was a quarterback coach. Become Josh's offensive coordinator. Obviously, Josh is calling plays, but Mick Lombardi, maybe he just knew that Belichick wasn't going to let him call plays. I think Bill Belichick is going to be the offensive coordinator. And I'll be honest. I can't wait. You talk about a legacy enhancer. What if what if they win 11 games and their offense is good with Belichick dialing up plays? Belichick is known as the greatest defensive coordinator in the history of the NFL. Think about that. Can you imagine Buddy Ryan calling offensive plays? Can you imagine Bill Parcells calling offensive plays? Like, that's 
Can you imagine Rex Ryan calling offensive plays or Lovey Smith or Ron Rivera? It's incredible. Jim Johnson, Steve Spagnola. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, I, I hope it happens. I mean, there are rumors it's going to. Someone DM me that they knew a guy with, oh, it was a, a buddy of mine. He actually sent me a text maybe that he played golf uh, with a former Patriot, and the Patriot told him, maybe this you know, this guy, I, I forget when this Patriot played, it might have been like in the 2000s, said that Belichick had a huge role in the offense. So it's, I mean, obviously Belichick knows every single play the Patriots have ever run for 22 years. College basketball is heating up, and FanDuel Sportsbook has you covered with an offer you don't want to miss. Right now, new customers can place their first college basketball bet risk-free. And if you don't win, you'll get up to $1,000 back. Bet college basketball any way you like. Take a chance with the same game parlay, jump into the action with live betting, or bet big promotions like Odd Boost. This app is so easy to use. They're always hooking you up with great odds, awesome promotions for new existing users, and here's the key. If you win, you can get your money in under two hours. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, now is the perfect time to give it a shot. So see for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app today and sign up with promo code Colin to get your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. That's promo code Colin. 21 and present in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund $10. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Same game parlay available for multiple sports in all states on mobile and web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 533-42-ARIZONA, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FANDUEL.com slash RG, Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan, Tennessee, Redline, 1-800-889-9789, Tennessee, visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you're hiring for your small business... You want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses Get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, 
I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I was wondering with Russell Wilson going to the Broncos, the current AFC West has to be the best division quarterbacks we've ever seen in the history of the NFL. No. Uh, well, it's probably not the AFC South. Tannehill, uh, Jacoby Brissett, Carson Wentz, Trevor Lawrence, and Davis Mills. It's probably not the AFC North. No, I'm, I'm just stupid exercise. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be up there. I mean, potentially three Hall of Famers and Derek Carr. Hard to beat that. With Aaron Rodgers reportedly on the verge of signing a new deal with the Packers, this is from Matt, what teams do you see taking a chance on and perhaps making a starting quarterback out of Jordan Love? I think Jordan Love stays on the Packers unless they can get a second-round pick. And I don't see anyone giving them a second-round pick. So if you're, you have Jordan Love, he makes $4 million. Now you could say you just sign some random backup, make a million dollars, and just look at it simply like if Aaron Rodgers goes down, your season's over. But if you like Jordan Love, you drafted him high, you know, once upon a time, now Jimmy Garoppolo had more value than Jordan Love, you know, probably going into year three, or maybe similar, but the Patriots held on to Jimmy Garoppolo for three and a half years. Now, he was a second round pick, so he made a little less money, but I don't think you have to trade him. Big fan that lives in Scottsdale, 
that would love to have you here. Me too. But the real estate prices, I mean, holy shit. I live in the Bay Area, and I think their real estate prices are crazy. I have a hard time paying 80% premiums, you know. I just, I just need uh, the old economy. And I, don't, I don't root for recessions. I never root for people to struggle. I am as pro-business as anyone you'll ever listen to. I root for people to make money and the economy to boom. But when you're, you know, you're trying to buy a piece of real estate and you, you, you're trying to hold on to your assets and not sell your other piece of real estate, you know, a little kablooey recession wouldn't be the worst thing. So it's like I'm very pro everyone having success, but wouldn't mind a big recession. <laughs> A big recession would be strong. Just wouldn't mind a uh, big pullback. Just a slight recession. Maybe a little bump in the road, a couple months. But yeah, getting hit on the chin sometimes economically for all of us is healthy. Uh, unless you got kids, and then I don't want you to not be able to feed your family or anything. And I don't want anyone to lose their homes. But, you know, if you've overspent, you know, it's part of life. Show recommendations. Jack Ryan on Amazon Prime. Seen it. Love it. Love that show. Lifelong Pats fan. Question is, I always hear Mac slander from you. As a person who watched every game he plays this year, I fell in love with his arm, his touch, his leadership ability. What is his ceiling to you? Listen, I think he's a high-level guy. He clearly is very, very smart. He's more mobile than you think. And people really, really like, you know, from a quarterback perspective, his leadership in terms of just guys like him, which is a very, very important quality, right? See Carson Wentz. Guys can't stand him. Guys like Mac Jones, don't like Carson Wentz. So that's a positive. His arm is okay. He threw a bunch of picks. Like, to me, it's Kirk Cousinsy. It's a little bit better athlete Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is good. Is Mac Jones ever going to have seasons where he throws 35 touchdowns? Maybe with Belichick down in that place. Thank God I wasn't the only one who got sucked in by skills. How can you go lose with video gaming right now? I know. You want to hear something sick? I'm probably, you know, 40, 40 grand into skills. I put five G's into it the other day. <laughs> it's sick, but you know, it's like I, I was at $10. The stock's at two. I'm like, you know, I read about a couple people that invested, obviously like venture capitalists invested 500 grand into it. I'm like, if I put five grand into it, my, my cost average went from like 10.5 to 7.5. Now it's, as I'm recording this on Friday, it's down another 5%, but yeah, I'm all in. You know, either ga- gaming's going to work or I'll probably end up losing like 100 grand because I'm just going to keep buying down. And if it ever booms, I'm going to be a rich man. If it doesn't, I'm going to be out a lot of cash. Playing the stocks, man, it's just, it's it's a great feeling when they're booming. Uh, I actually think it's very healthy when things are down, unless you need the money, because it helps you become numb to money. And I think people that become too emotional with money, it's hard for them to operate in the real world. Like you can't, like, obviously, money's important, and you need it to do certain things, and you obviously always, you know, most people, ambitious people always want to keep making more, but not because it, like, brings you happiness, but I, you know, I saw with my dad sometimes, you get very emotional with money. I, I, to me, I, I like to be very numb to money. I like looking at it like widgets, and the one thing about stock markets, like, you have a couple days where you're down, you know, 30, 40, 50, whatever is a lot of money to you, right? If you, you know, if you have money invested, you just realize, like, not the end of the world, not that big a deal. <laughs> You can make money, you can lose money, like fucking welcome to the real world. It helps you operate and it helps you be more aggressive because you're just, you just look at it like a resource, not something that like brings a bunch of happiness to your life. Again, it impacts your life positively because you can do things that you want to do, which is important. The most valuable thing you have is time, not money. And the more money you have typically, the more access you have to time because you're not tied to do things that other people want you to do, besides like your family and stuff. 
Um, and so you want options in life. But like I, I think we all can admit, uh, it just it, it does not put a smile on your face. And th- when you can smile, that's the best part of the stock market. When you're down big, you know you realize like it's it's easier to operate with it once it goes up, because then you just whatever. I like being numb to cash. This this one's for the mailbag from Cole. Longtime Vikings fan. Looking for a scouting perspective on options beside Kirk Cousins to start this year for my Vikes. It's a stupid, he's starting this year for the Vikings. Uh, unless they, if they were to trade Kirk Cousins, that would be pretty insane. And based on his cap figures, they can't. Kirk Cousins is your starter. And l- let's face it, you did not miss the playoffs last year because of Kirk Cousins. You missed the playoffs last year because of your defense. You couldn't cover a soul. So if they can improve defensively and cover some people, your offense should be fine. Their offense has been awesome. You got one of the best running backs in the league. You arguably got the best, you know, I guess Devontae is, uh, the second best wide receiver in the league in Justin Jefferson. Thielen's a touchdown machine. Cousin's fine. Like, your your issue, and obviously he's not Mahomes or Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson or Herbert or something, but he's the least of your worries. Not the least of your worries. Justin Jefferson would be the least of your worries. But he's, you got other issues. Hey, John, been listening since the offseason and haven't looked back. Appreciate you. Patrick. This is Patrick. Is there a possibility that Calvin Ridley issue might be the tip of the iceberg? With individual performance based on lines, can't offensive players on the margins make bets against their own performance? Also, does the NFL do anything to prevent players from having these apps on their phone? Do they monitor their bank transactions? It just seems like the opportunity for fraud is huge given how easily gambling is. Well, here's the thing. Back in the day, like in the Black Sox days or even Pete Rose days, Guys weren't making that much money. I'm just going to guess. Pete Rose, when he was the manager of the Reds in the early 80s or whatever, when he got in trouble, was probably making $100,000. Now, $100,000 in the early 80s, probably a lot of money. Calvin Ridley was set to make $11 million. $11 million. So even if he wanted to make, at what amount of money would he have to bet to really impact his net worth? Right? A couple hundred grand? Well, the moment you make a couple hundred grand bet, whether it's on FanDuel, whether it's in a casino, that thing gets flagged. That doesn't mean they don't allow you to make it, but it's that sets out red flags. Anyone can make $500 bet, $1,000 bet, a $5,000 bet. When you start betting large sums of money, the casinos look into it because they're protecting themselves because things get weird. So it's, I don't think they're worried about it unless you have a guy make it 800 grand how many guys making 800 grand, 900 grand, a million dollars really impact the league? And it's not worth it because if you play well in the NFL, you can always get paid. You can make way more money playing well in the NFL than dealing with gambling. So I, I, I don't think it's that big of a risk. There's too much money in the line. Really, the guy that can influence the most would be the star quarterback. Well, star quarterbacks now make 30, 40, 50 million dollars. No amount of gambling on the game can impact it's why college sports have been historically corrupt because I can get in the mind of a college kid. He doesn't have any money. It's, I can't, do you know what type of money I would need to influence Brady or Rogers or Mahomes or Josh Allen? These guys, hundreds of millions of dollars. Calvin Ridley had just left his team because of mental health and then was just gambling. I saw the Action Network tweeted it out, $3,900 total. So basically, he bet $3,900 to get suspended for a year and cost himself $11 million. 
And they were all parlays. So he lost $3,900. The 49ers have just released an updated regarding their coaching staff. And one of them caught my eye. It said Clay Kubiak, who was the defensive quality control last season, is now the new assistant quarterback coach. Are these roles completely different? How and why would a defensive quality control become a quarterback coach over the summer? Are these jobs even meaningful? Yes, they are. So as a quality control guy, you're cutting a lot of film. I think Kyle Shanahan is doing a lot of what Bill Belichick used to do. Now, obviously, Kubiak, this Clay's, you know, Gary Kubiak's son. You take young guys and you put them on different roles as quality control guys. So they learn defense or they learn offense, and then you flip-flop them to what ultimately they want to do. Clay Kubiak wants to be an offensive coordinator one day. Kyle might not have had a position for him on offense, but he puts him on defense, kind of cross-trains him, and it makes him a better coach. So I, I think it's a huge benefit to any young coach because you're not once you become a position coach, you're not going to go from quarterback coach to DB coach. But as a quality control guy, you're really just cutting some film and basically being the assistant to either the coordinator or the position coach. So you can learn a lot. And then ultimately, if the coach believes in you, he will put you on the path that you want to go to. That's a Belichick special. All the guys, Dayball, Mangini, Josh McDaniels, Flores, all of his young coaches over the years got cross-trained. Now, obviously, they struggled to be head coaches, but they were excellent coaches for him because they know exactly what he wants them to know. So I, I think Kyle doing that, whether he if he did that on purpose, it's really smart. If it just randomly happened, I think Clay Kubiak's pretty lucky that it worked out that way. Would have messaged you before, but I wasn't using IG. Appreciate your levity during COVID when everyone was losing their minds. Surprised you haven't left California yet. I live there and love it, but can't handle the politics. It's really expensive to move right now. The place is the place I want to move. So, and um, that's really the reason, you know. Why wouldn't the Niners aggressively try to get Brady to come for a year and try to win a Super Bowl? Following the Rams model, you mentioned. You would need time to learn the offense. Well, I mean, Tom's got to want to do this. Also, since Yellowstone has run out of the plot of plot lines, I think they should sell their ranch and buy a team and Beth can be the GM. Which team should they buy if they could? Show recommendations. If you love Yellowstone, you might like Justified. It's great. Also, Eastbound and Down. And The Wire is the best TV show ever. I agree. Business books to listen to. Since you love business. If you haven't read the Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs biography by Walter uh, Isaacson, it is mind-blowing, laugh-out-loud, funny, how crazy, smart, visionary, and ruthless he was. I actually own it. I think it's the big white book. It's enormous. Uh, I think I read 100 pages. I'm just not a great, consistent reader. I, I, I don't follow through, but when I do a book on tape, maybe I need to order the book on tape. I actually was reading, last long plane flight I was on, maybe it was from when I went to Scottsdale last summer, uh, I was listening all right, I had downloaded uh, the Pixar book in my on my iPad, <clears throat> and it's really good. It's a lot about Steve Jobs, Bob Iger. I, I lived in Emeryville for a couple years where the Pixar studios are, or their, uh, their headquarters are. It's just a fascinating book on business about how it, it, it's good. I, I forget the name of it, but I'll have to mention that next time. I would say, well, the Niners need Brady to want. I'm sure the Niners would take Tom Brady yesterday. They need him to come back and say, I want to play for the Niners. 
So it's like the ball's in Tom Brady's court. If Tom Brady wants to play for the Niners, they'd want him. Obviously, they'd want him in training camp, or I mean OTAs, but it's on him. Like, he's got to want to do it. Uh, which I thought was, I uh, love your show, was thrown off early by the rock intro, which I thought was a little cheesy. But your NFL insight is spectacular. Well, here's the thing. We, we, we're we not able, like, I, I can't use, like, uh, I don't know, Guns N' Roses. I don't even know a band I would use, but a, like a famous band. We, you can't. It's copyright issues. So you got to use music that is, like, universal. Uh, and, you know, skip it. Do you think Mitch Trubisky will end up on the Giants? It seems like a very smart move for him to join the Bills last year, knowing that Dayball would like to get a head coaching job this year. It feels like this would be a smart move for a quarterback free agent this year, join a team with a good OC who is likely to be a head coach next year, like Tampa Bay with Leftwich. Are they really free agent quarterbacks? What would you follow their past this year? Uh, yeah, I mean, if I was Mitch and I could get, to me, it's the money. Is someone offering me $10 million and the Giants are offering me five? You could easily Wally Pip Daniel Jones pretty fast. I don't think Mitch Trubisky's that good, but if Brian Dayball believes in you, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's dumb at all. I feel you on the cold thing. I've had mine for a week. Isn't it crazy how the cold came out of retirement? Disappeared, and then it came storming back. Okay, last question. Big fan of the pod for some recommendations. First, Succession on HBO. It's like the TV version of The Big Short. If you like the movie also, The Boys on Amazon. A refreshing take on the whole superhero game. It follows a group of regular guys trying to kill off superheroes who are run by corporate big business. I mean, some of these shows, how do they come up with a plot like that? It's honest and twisted, but also funny as hell. Question, if you have time, I'm a casual Seahawks fan from Vancouver. Vancouver went there one time on a scouting trip, BC, uh, to see the BC Lions. One of the sweetest cities I've ever been to in my life. I love Pete, but feel like his style of coaching and schematics are a bit outdated and are the main contribution to Russell's unhappiness. Does that hold up with what you've heard around the league? Pete's a legend, but under no circumstances can you trade the best player in franchise history. They did. (laughs) What would you do if you were Schneider and Allen who makes this decision? Pete makes the decision. To keep the organization, yeah, it's just... I just think they they, they had to get a divorce. Those two guys didn't like each other anymore. I think they have more similarities than differences. And sometimes when you have more similarities over time, 10 years, you start butting heads. And I think it's pretty black and white what happened. Russell was over Pete, and Pete was over Russell. Now, if Russell's still good, he's going to make Pete look like an idiot. Period, point blank, end of story. And I think Seattle will eventually leak out, Russell told us he would never play for us again. Because that's what I would do. Because... If Russell is healthy and he's good for Denver and Seattle's losing a bunch of games, no one's going to care as a Seattle fan that Russell was difficult. But if you say he told us he demanded a trade and said he'll never play for Pete Carroll again, then fans would say, well, you should have fired Pete Carroll. I I think Seattle is going to have a very, very difficult time not looking bad. Even though I don't totally blame them, Russell's a drama queen, uh... You know, he, he's just, he's a little more selfish that it comes out. Like Aaron Rodgers gets talked like that and Russell doesn't, which kind of bothers me because I think they have a lot more similarities. And the difference is Rodgers is a lot better player. But but if he's good, no one cares. Ultimately, the fan just wants to do, when they turn on their television on Sunday, if I'm a Seattle Seahawks fan, I like winning 10 or 11 games. And let's face it, a big reason why that happened the last couple years with the Seahawks, and really since the LOB ended, because of Russell Wilson. You know, Pete... Like I said before, like, what are you still coaching for, man? 
You're worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Just call it a career, bro. Just just let someone else have the position. But usually old, stubborn guys making a lot of money don't like giving up that money. So now you have a team with some draft picks and no Russell Wilson. Kind of sucks. Unless you're a 49er fan and you are so glad that he's gone. You would have added a second-round pick to get his ass out of here. Appreciate everyone listening. Have a great weekend. Uh, Yeah, subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends. Peace. Are you looking for the hottest gambling advice out there? Check out the Moneyline Monaco podcast powered by FanDuel every weekday. Our guy Alex Monaco will give you his best bets, including game picks, props, same game parlays, and much more. Monaco is in another groove and has won nearly 60% of his bets all time. So don't miss your chance to make some money by downloading the Moneyline Monaco wherever you get your podcast. only on the Volumes Podcast Network. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.